0: I wasn't even looking for it. I just wanted people to shut up and stop telling me I'd be good on radio, but it turns out they were all right. (laughs) Amazing. What the hell
1: were we talking about? Captain's Pod, Stardate 510722.1. Welcome aboard the Starship's Enterprise, and thank you for joining us as we take a brief shore leave from the world of CinemaSins to explore the universe of Star Trek. I'm your Captain Ian Whittington, and with me as always, she woke up in the future with a grey beard and no recollection of the past 15 years, it's Ambassador Danae Hughes.
0: I thought you were going to say it's Gandalf, because I was like... <laughs> oh my gosh, that would work, because It kind of would just, work. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm good.
1: Cool. That was a reference to a TNG episode where Riker wakes up fifteen years in the future with a grey beard and has no recollection of what happened. It's a good one. It's a good one.
0: It's called the shave.
1: Um no. TNG wasn't quite that meta.
0: It's called beard do's, beard don'ts.
1: Nope. It's not. Because everything Riker does is a beard do. Whatever, however he has his beard. Any more guesses?
0: I mean, I really want to guess it, but I'm I'm doubting myself a lot.
1: <laughs> can I give you? It's two words. Can I give you the initials?
0: Uh, yes.
1: F I. Future. Are you no, uh-huh.
0: but F is a F has got to be future.
1: Uh-huh. nice, nice. Okay, 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 nice. okay. Nice. And the I good. would be
0: future inclination. No, nope, no, nope, but that's good. how many guesses do I get? I got I got one, we've so got we probably time. should move on. We've got, oh, we've time. got time. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Inspiration.
1: No. Nice. I like it. Strangely enough.
0: The captain is looking around the bridge. I don't know, like onto the walls. So at one point, so I'm in Aaron's Uh
1: studio, which is the Studio DNA studio, Uh and there's a big whiteboard on the wall. And these two words together were on that whiteboard at some point. I don't know if it was like a segment that was going to happen at some point or something, but it's on the whiteboard. So I think (laughs) you will have seen it imperfect yes future imperfect
0: yeah <laughs> what was that referencing yeah. to well obviously the future being imperfect because his beard had grown mm-hmm. without trimming for a yes, while
1: that's the that was the concerning part not nothing yes. else no. that happened over the 15 years just that, hey my beard is gray who's been trimming it why yeah, am i it's Just all gnarly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okie okay, dokie well this week So we have Lower Decks way, way, way in the rear window. But the Lower deck season finale left us with a post-credits scene featuring Badgie, one of the many AIs that appears to be in the show. So I thought we would head back... And watch the origin of Badgie in Lower Decks.
0: It's a great idea. And also, just in case we're recording this podcast for years and years, we're talking about we're talking about the finale for season three.
1: Oh, very good point. Yeah. That is the one we're talking about. This episode is cool. It's season one, episode six. Terminal called
0: Badgie Imperfect. Oh, okay.
1: No, I'm not bad- Badgie Imperfect. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, I've lost the episode. Thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: Um Terminal Provocations. Um, I've seen the episode, and I still can't remember what that's relating to.
0: (laughs) Well, doesn't he try to kill everybody? He does try to kill everyone, yeah. So there's the terminal part. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's the
1: provocation part as well.
0: Let's look up the the meaning of the word provocation. Action or speech that makes someone annoyed or angry, especially deliberately.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Wow. Well, this episode sure is setting itself up to be (laughs) fun.
1: (laughs) I I predict you are going to love this episode so, so much. It's a great holodeck stuck on the holodeck episode um what do you think predictions based on your knowledge so far what do you think happens
0: well i know that rutherford made a code um and badgie is a com badge that somehow has this code Mm -hmm. and tries to kill everybody that's what i know Mm -hmm. so my predictions are unique ways of dying um, mm. A foul-mouthed bad, which <laughs> why why not? I'm super excited about that. Yeah, and and like in the way where it's cute and adorable, and it shouldn't be <laughs> saying those things, like which, a hair
1: bear swearing.
0: Right, I kind of relate to that because I have a character named Babs that I play on mm-hmm. Wild RP, and she's adorable, but she's super foul mouthed. So I, like, hey, I can appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> that was not me doing that. That was Ian who's getting better and better at the Babs inter- imper- oh, impersonation. She confused it. Yeah, that was yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm um yeah so i don't know just effort i I always feel like it's a little bit weird because i have expectations of Mm. lower decks which is that it's going to be fast paced and it's Mm going to be clever and it's going to be unexpected Mm -hmm. and fun but this time i actually have a little bit of foreknowledge so Mm. i wonder if that'll change how i watch it
1: i'm really interested because this was like so this is season one season one is incredible But we didn't know what Lower Decks was going to be. We knew it was animated, but we weren't too sure. Like, is this adult animated? Is this kids animated? It was, we very quickly found out it was adult animated. Uh But we we weren't too sure, like, how referential it was going to be. We didn't know it was really going to be an homage to everything kind of Star Trek, but with swearing. So I had so much fun watching this season. And I cannot wait to dip into a couple of these episodes over time with you. Um, but yes, shall we get into it?
0: Shall we? Let us Let us. shall, yes. To the holodeck!
1: Welcome to Ten Forward, the part of the show where we grab a drink from the replicator and share our immediate thoughts and feelings on the episode we just watched together. Most important question first. Ambassador, what is your beverage of choice? My goodness.
0: Um cheese taco stuff nice the cheese, do you know, know how hard that is to get out of fur uh... well you know maybe they should work on those sonic showers is all i'm saying
1: that's true that's true well i want the runoff from the sonic shower just straight into a glass i'm, I'm gonna whatever gets sonic showered off of the cat i'm gonna take that and drink it like the challenge
0: <sighs> i mean
1: they're gonna make you vomit immediately <laughs>
0: Welcome to the vomit episode, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop showing me vomit. Okay, this week we are going to be reviewing season one, episode six of... Sh- not Strange New Worlds, the other show. Lower <laughs> Decks. After after the little teaser in at the end of the season three finale.
0: And yes, yeah, so the plot of this one
1: is... Um, some... Oh, here, I'll, do, I'll take over this part. Do it. Go for yeah, it. Please. Yeah. I'll just
0: give you a break, Captain. Do it. All right, so... Rutherford's trying to get some so he's like Tendi I'm gonna show you something that's gonna just make you love me and ends up uh, showing her that he likes to kick things uh, that shouldn't be kicked and then that thing comes to life and then when the thing comes to life it tries to kill him which isn't impressive at all when you think about it and that's this that's this episode also there are some scavengers that, that are in a sort of tug and war with space debris and a character that I've never seen before <laughs> manages to be the most annoying person known to man.
1: <laughs>
0: so that's this Isn't episode. He just?
1: Isn't he yeah. just? Th-
0: this, is, this is an episode where three things are all happening simultaneously. Yeah. And each one is individually interesting. And they're just... I-, I thought that they did a good job of kind of seamlessly blending this together. But you've got tension with an alien scavenger race. You've got tension with uh, two pieces of uh, of, of equipment.
1: Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm.
0: are malfunctioning but unrelated to each other Yeah. yeah
1: um yeah so overall thoughts and feelings did you like how did you like the episode like was it strange dipping into season one were there any differences that you noticed did you like this is one of my favorite episodes of season one it's so much fun it's so bonkers um i'm so intrigued after you watching all of season three how you feel about an episode from season one now
0: Yeah, that was interesting because, you know, Boimler and Mariner have had like relationship shifts since this. So, you know, season one is our first kind of introduction to these characters.
1: They're still strangers to each other. This is so early on.
0: Yeah, and so the the dynamic between them is still kind of tense, but you can tell in this episode um, they're also learning how to have fun together. Through the choo-choo dance specifically was was really <laughs> that was just hilarious
1: an adorable um, bonding experience
0: yeah i liked the episode a lot it was a lot of fun and silly and goofy and kind of mm. like that n- nice light-hearted kick that i was i kind of missed towards the end of season right. three which we just finished uh-huh um but i also love jack mcbrayer who is the voice of badgie so as soon as badgie started talking i was like oh my god i love this guy yeah he's amazing
1: what else has he done
0: yeah uh 30 uh 30 rock was my first time to really uh fall in love with him but he also did the voice of one of the characters in wreck it ralph i don't really know him from a lot of other things but he was one of my favorite characters in 30 rock um he has a really unique voice and just a good comedic timing and like he's he's got one of those um personalities that like once you pick like once you can pick him out of a like his voice out he just yeah so that was really fun too that's amazing can i teach you a lesson (laughs) yeah (laughs) great Um, wording or or, like the one of my favorite parts was when badgie was about to die uh, and you know rutherford is kind of holding on to him and talking to him and he just sort of like quietly says something like um I'm going to cut off your foot or something like this little, <laughs> or I was going to cut off, off your foot. foot. Yeah. It's going to cut off your foot. Just this funny, <laughs> unexpected violence. So
1: he's yeah. so, so great.
0: Yeah. So that was fun. I, I really, um, I needed this episode, I think. And uh-huh. honestly, uh, this one made me want to watch the entire season because now I, I really feel like I am missing some fun memories that Boimler mm-hmm. and, um all of these characters share like uh together that i'm missing out on so i felt Mm -hmm. like this was a good example of like hey you're missing out on some really sweet stuff from season one so yeah honestly uh, i
1: think it's i love all three seasons one is the best two is great three is third um season one i don't know if it's because it caught me off guard but I, I think it's the most that I've laughed consistently throughout Star Trek episodes like re-watching this one like I was watching it with Aaron and we're just both cracking up like even the cold open the cold open has nothing to do with the rest of the episode and it's so so great the different warp core noises and what oh, would affect great. the warp core noises and then Ransom just comes around the corner and just like nope and <laughs> <Bags it laughs> off because <laughs> what else would you do all of your lower deckers are going Argh. I
0: love that so much. And that is something that I I remember feeling when I was watching this is that there is this element of all of them being super fans of Star Trek world. Uh And the Warp Core moment was a reminder of them really doing a good job, I feel, of honing in on like super nerd stuff and then making a moment out of it. Um, and that was a that's a great example because that warp core was kind of funny and it almost felt like it was turning into like a like a song or something, you
1: know? Mm, they're just gonna start so. beatboxing. I oh man, I love that cold open so much. And that kind of for me like kind of sums up what's so great about season one is there were extremely few like um thematic undercurrents. There wasn't like this big arc throughout the season or anything. And even now, like, the cold opens often relate to the episode. But this was a completely individual cold, cold open to do a referential joke about Star Trek. And then the episode is a standalone thing as well. And then we, we've kind of picked it up later on. Um, no, I love this episode. It's so, 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 so funny. Um, what were some of your, your favorite individual moments? Mm,
0: the Probably the choo-choo dance stuff stands out <laughs> to me also. I <laughs> have Zerbium no idea sisters. what they're talking about. I have no <laughs> idea. Mean, do you know is that a no. thing oh, okay <laughs> no this was
1: totally made up for loverdex okay, a okay, and sisters right. are a band um i did i did a quick google to think were they mentioned somewhere i can't find it um but yeah that they, they were there's a lot of choo-choo dance um t-shirts and merch that is now available okay. out there in the internet okay that's funny um i think we need a choo-choo dance on this enterprise
0: Yeah, so it's ridiculous sounding And they're obviously having a good time And then when they're leaving the choo-choo dance And they're like, when they added that third choo And it became the choo-choo-choo dance And... (laughs) nerds what i love about it is that when you share when you share like an experience with a friend mm-hmm. at a concert or anywhere and you come out of that experience and you're just talking about it and no one around you knows what you're geeking out <laughs> on that is what you sound like yeah <laughs> and, it's just... and it's a great
1: way for them to figure out that the delta shift were there because it's like man that is so specific you would only know if you were there like it's a right. really clever way to unravel the mystery the
0: other thing that i like about this is having a little bit of knowledge about what happens later and that this like they they did a little like an insert for badgie and then the the evil eye at the end like i'm always here mm. for badgie as the doors close to the um whatever that place is called that i can't think of right now the Holodic? Mm-hmm. um and then to know that there's a tease for it for season four mm. that's a long time for another badgie payoff and
1: it really is it was really interesting and now like I can't unsee the AI everywhere. Like, even that that shield core that gets vented into space, we don't see where it goes. Like, I'm almost certain that that's going to that's gonna turn up comeback. again. It's going to be badgy and the the shield core. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, the return of Ensign
0: Fletcher. <laughs> oh, jeez, Lord. <laughs> I mean, okay, so he's a love-to-hate character. Of course. Let's talk about him, and then I'll kick mm-hmm. over to you for the things that you really enjoyed, because... I know this guy like I've met this guy before in multiple ways. <laughs> I think we all You know have. what I mean? Uh-huh. Exactly. And that's it, what makes a great just character. just isn't a problem
1: as long as he gets them out of trouble.
0: Yeah. So he, that's, what, that's, that's what makes a really good, good character in my mind is someone where whether you've worked at a Target, a Taco Bell, or corporate America, at, you know, like there's that guy who doesn't really know anything that's going on has somehow managed to skate through and expects other people to pick up the slack or cover his ass and... So for them to like cleverly get him out was an interesting, uh, an Mm. interesting twist. But what I loved about that character and like loved to hate about that character is how it was performed. Um, What a great voice performance by whomever voice acted that character, because how the lines were being delivered with the annoyance, like the, the annoyance factor. Uh, there was just a couple of lines that just made my skin crawl, not because it was a scary person, but because it's just like, I don't want to be around somebody who's just wanting to skate by and run off of, you know, of course what I'm doing. Not like none of us, none of us do, you about my like, dad, it was like flashbacks <laughs> for me. So, good. so uh, any, anytime I run across a character that like makes me feel something, even if it's that uncomfortable thing is just interesting to me. And I thought that was really well done that, that that character
1: you, they knew exactly what character they were making and um so the actor is called tim robinson and he has a stand-up show he's been on saturday he's a writer for saturday night live does a lot of writing um this is hilarious he have you um i don't know if you've seen the chippendale rescue rangers <laughs> so they did a they did a rescue rangers movie this year and it's very meta and self-referential and ugly sonic is in the movie so you remember when the sonic movie came out and, yeah and they got all of the cgi wrong <gasps> well that version of sonic is in this movie and he's all like rejected and it's like yeah i got cast as sonic but then they didn't like how i looked so they remade so he's doing gigs and conventions around the country as ugly sonic
0: oh and that's so funny
1: so clever and Fletcher, Tim Robinson, voices Ugly Sonic. Oh,
0: and it's so, so great. It's like, okay. this is my time
1: to shine! It's such a... It's a, my favourite part of the movie. Like, redemption for Ugly Sonic is is so funny. I so think yeah, I'm great, glad, great casting.
0: I'm glad to see Fletcher being booted off of the ship so that if he's a really predominant personality in season one up until episode six, because... Mm-hmm. So here we are in this new season of Captain's Pod and we're... Like gonna be watching not like a particular series in order. We're just sort of like watching episodes of interest. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like to to pick this one to kind of come to is really Im- important because I don't
1: think that Fletcher pops up. I think okay.
0: Is he... is like is was he in episode like the episodes leading remember. up to six? He's okay. not
1: one of the lower Deckers. Like he's not alongside everybody. He may appear every now and again, but he's not like the main. The main cast or anything okay like, this is the episode he's in the most by by far
0: okay well i mean that that's another thing that i like about that because i wouldn't really enjoy him a whole bunch <laughs> you know yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: but i i like uh i like that that he booted because then if i was to go back and watch i know that there's an end <laughs> to it yep you know it's gonna end but either way i really enjoyed the voice acting on that one so what about also, you what are some of your favorite parts
1: it's also the perfect end for him as well it's a really clever plan like marina knowing predict uh, it's kind of sinny that she planned it all out but knowing that getting him a promotion would mean that he's on his own and would therefore get him fired because he has yeah. no one to back he him can't up. not anyone yeah, that was pretty mm-hmm. clever Man, i
0: think yeah they, they definitely miss the fact that Personalities like that would find the next people to leech on pretty quickly. Oh, of course,
1: so. yeah, of course. They tend okay. to what? Are they, they fall upwards. Um, yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. they they fall upwards in their career. um but yeah, yeah, they do. They do
0: a really great interview. Oh you know, like they're really good, good oh, interviewers.
1: The worst. And then I you get good them on interviewers.
0: Board. <laughs> then like, you get them on board, and you're like. Yeah oh you're not great and then you have to figure out how do i get this person out
1: the worst you are about yeah. the worst you are interviewing the more likely i would be to hire you <laughs> I
0: can i tell you that wor- so i were have i ever told you about my worst interview stories uh i don't think so should i tell you one now do it. Okay, do it. okay so i went to an interview once where i um i had rewritten my uh resume to include like things that i would be doing for that job so like my my resume before that was just like here's my work history mm. but i decided to do a resume that kind of like more focused on yeah my, totally makes my sense. abilities to like produce content things like yeah, that
1: applying to the ship that you're going for
0: right like you can still see all the other stuff i did but here's the stuff that i've done that would potentially qualify me for this i had no qualifications for this job whatsoever Amazing. by the way like That's zero correct. qualifications for this job so i walk in um i get there uh but first i had to go print this resume. So I went to like a Kinkos store or something and it was on a thumb drive, which was a corrupted thumb drive, but I didn't know it. And or no, it wasn't it wasn't a corrupted thumb drive. They had a corrupted system because long story they couldn't they couldn't print it. So I go to my interview late Because they couldn't take... They wouldn't take the thumb drive off until they ran like a sequence to make sure that it wasn't actually... Anyway, I was like... Oh, my goodness. So, I'm calling them. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be late for my interview. I get there late. I'm like about to walk in and I remember that I had an old resume in the back of my car. So, I go get it and there is a tire mark on it. (laughs) Also also it's uh for accounting it wasn't even for oh, like what i was no. doing but i was like do i have something is better than nothing yeah or of what? course
1: it's so, kind of evidence that of everything yeah. that happened
0: mm-hmm. it was like at the bottom it was basically it had at one point in time been resting against the spare tire which is how it had the tire mark
1: on. right it, so. okay you didn't just run go- over it in fury <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> i go in resume. i i have this shady resume i hand it to the bo- who would become my boss Yes, this is why Kinko's closed. Uh, by the way, sorry, Ian. Um, so
1: I shouldn't have brought it up.
0: <laughs> nope, it was my bad. I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, so I-, I walk in. I hand this horrible resume over to the person and then we start to sit down in our interview and talk and and i tell the story and, and he's entertained by it and he's like well i mean like if you still have your other resume i'm interested in it, and i said yeah i hand over the jump drive and i was like this, is, this could be corrupted and it also has all my porn on it so just don't look
1: oh you did not say i,
0: I did it, i should tell you this is for a christian radio job no, by the way it was not. 100% way to
1: bury the lead
0: <laughs> listen i I went into this going, there's <sighs> no way anyone in their right mind would put me on a morning mm-hmm. show for Christian radio. Yeah. Um, other than they Aaron did. They 100% <laughs> did that. Um, so anyway, so I, I, I say wow. this and I kind of did it just because, well, if, I, if they're going to hire me, I want to know that it's because it was a miracle and not because I like <laughs> fooled them into it so i hand it over god made
1: this happen like there's no way (laughs) no human would do this it must be divine intervention
0: (laughs) so so he takes the laptop this is a 100 true story he takes the laptop and he he puts it in there he's like oh yeah i can see the file and i was like oh great and i glance at his laptop and i notice that there is a spelling error so i say hold on a second i take his laptop from him and begin updating my resume in front of him While I was in the interview and they actually, they did hire me.
1: That's amazing. Uh,
0: And I was a personality on a morning show for a great number of years and did like a nationally syndicated show with Aaron and...
1: I guess that's what you want is like comedy. Like you probably don't want straight faced and professional. You want somebody with an accounting resume that rewrites it in front of you while watching porn.
0: There were days I was like, I know that I should have not gotten this job and yet I did I wasn't even looking for it. I just yeah. wanted people to shut up and stop telling me I'd be good on radio, but it turns out they were all right. So, oh. Amazing. What anyway. the
1: hell were we talking about?
0: Job interviews.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. What's his name? Fletcher. That yeah. was it. Fletcher. Oh, no, no Rutherford's not Rutherford's. Great. Sorry, Fletcher. sorry, sorry. Fletcher's. Yeah. Fletcher. Yeah. I love that. Love this episode <laughs> as well. On the topic of things that I love, um, this episode is 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 diff- <laughs> um i there's a really cool theme that this episode hits on and it's that starfleet is perfect and it's something that lower decks does a lot so it does the cliche of star trek is this is what Starfleet is all about and there is honor and you follow the rules and do what's it what's it what's it and then fletcher it just undermines it and it's like no there are people like fletcher in starfleet in all walks of life like starfleet is not immune to the lying sycophant that is out to promote their own needs and not just um Mm -hmm. do the right thing as it were so i in 20 minutes to touch on that as well yeah it's so so well like you've
0: really just honed in on some things that because at first you're thinking he's just a really great addition and then they just slowly shifted on its head it was great
1: we've all heard the people with the tall stories that yeah man they're just lying is just something they do it's just it's pathological it's it's built into them
0: when we get to the sins i do want to talk about his plan though
1: Um, oh of course we'll talk about the bad guy's plan completely yeah totally um starbase 80 getting mentioned man Uh, yeah it's so interesting i want to know how many times starbase 80 has been mentioned now because i forgot about it i just forgot it was a thing but it must be at least episode six um so yeah they are really thinking about this about this stuff ahead of time which is really really fun um, something i wanted to get your view on was the tendy rutherford romance because if anything this was one of the few strings that ran through season one was the will they won't they between rutherford and tendy and it's kind of disappeared now i'm interested to know like kind of what led to that etc but um yeah did you like kind of notice more of the awkwardness and how did that hit you
0: I I mean yes, but I also saw the episode where um it was like mentioned that he his mind had been wiped or something like this, you mm. know. And they had kind of maybe it was the beginning of season. Two. What what did we watch? Maybe the I end can't of remember which one two. we watched. End of season two. Yeah, yeah. we watched
1: episode what, one, season one, and then episode ten, season two.
0: Yeah, and so we had talked on the show about the will they, won't they aspect. So this was just a reminder that that was kind of going on. I didn't I didn't mind it. I think that. Um it was a, you know, like one of those, oh, no, our boots are stuck together. And <laughs> the way that it was done, it almost feels like an on the nose wink at silly romance stuff. Like, yes. I didn't feel like it was a genuine attempt at a romantic mm-hmm. connection um, because I feel like the Tendy Rutherford moments that I love is when they're sitting down with burgers and taco, like a taco salad like excited to go run <laughs> e- e- at the holodeck and, and go run a program. And she's able to tell him the truth about having missed a class and just got a B and got a pass or whatever. Uh-huh. That's when their relationship sings for me is when they're just being buddies and friends, whether there's a romantic connection or not. So that moment, that forced moment, I felt like it was almost more the show giving a wink and nod mm. to how silly it is rather than yeah. an actual genuine attempt. Um, So well, I, didn't, um, I didn't mind it.
1: It's unsurprisingly... A genuine internal nod as well, because there are two characters in Voyager that have a will-they-won't-they think, Thomas and B'Elanna, and one of their big things is that they get stranded in the middle of space, middle of nowhere, in their spacesuits, and that's when they kind of admit their feelings to each other because they think they're going to die. So they have this really tender moment, but there's all of this like perspex between them where they can't touch because they're in giant space suits. So they're just like kind of awkwardly bumping heads as they confess their feelings. Um, me, I love it. I kind of miss it. Like, man, I'm so conflicted. Like, as a rule, I don't like will they, won't theys. I don't like the mm-hmm. we must have a romantic drama thing that goes on in this. I don't like it, but because I love Rutherford and Tendy so much, and I think that they're actually a really good pair, I kind of miss that chemistry. Oh between them and yeah? it's so cute to see it through this season because rutherford is very forward about how cute he thinks tendy is and should i ask her out on a date so it's almost a little bit jarring that we don't have that anymore um but i i miss it i, I love them to heck
0: and back what's still It's still there. I mean, that that moment when Tendi, when they're back in the holodeck, you know, running that that movie program again. I don't remember what episode it was, but Tendi's like, I want you to take me seriously because I want to be a captain. And Rutherford just like is like, you got it. I am your support. Like that's still part of their relationship. But definitely season three didn't focus on them as much as maybe they did Mm. in the early season where they're trying to kind of figure out which characters the audience is maybe responding to. Who knows?
1: yeah um i yeah no that totally makes a lot of sense um i'll be interested to see i think i just was expecting it almost to be touched upon a bit more in season three but i guess it's i don't know it's why fun. i mean like
0: why yeah. do you want to see them like hook up or whatever i, know, I, I just... love them i love
1: them so much i just want to see reality tv cartoon porn. You know? that's all it is <laughs> yeah. i just want to see yeah I wanna see well, some it's r- out there you just dong. have
0: to know what sites to go to and
1: yeah some rubber dong um, I think one of the, the things that like, shocked me in this episode, even watching it the second time through, was Badgy murdering people. Like, he, even though they're just holograms, he snaps their necks, rips their arms off, he's yeah. like, I'm gonna murder you! Yeah. I was like, oh, uh-huh. Lodex is going there, Lodex is doing some shit.
0: Yeah, uh-huh, uh, yep, yep, that definitely would have been bad. Now, does does Badgy exist only inside of the holodeck?
1: Um, that's... So his physical form, yes, is okay. made out of photons and force fields. So if he physically stepped off of the holodeck, he would disappear. Right, but his program exists in the computer. So and it possibly be in, Rutherford's 100% in Rutherford's
0: little head. Hundred
1: percent in Rutherford's IP That we is saw it, so at least. clever. Both of you for predicting that and guessing it, but also clever of the show to like to, to. I wouldn't be able to remember that. I was like, hey, do you know what could happen here? Badgie downloads himself into. The eyepiece, the eyepieces in space do that as a callback. That's some really smart plotting. I love, 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 love that.
0: What other things did you enjoy? I one of the things I forgot to mention was the moment in the 10 forward where they're like chugging some kind of juice in the repl- <laughs> re- replicator.
1: Just replicating straight into his mouth.
0: I, I feel like that the shenanigans of lower decks is missing in season three, yes, and this that's is a one reminder. Of yeah. yeah. It's like
1: this kind of frat party, like the freshman. Uh, at college having this party thing that the 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 main crew the senior crew has to like maintain this image of professionalism and whatnot but the lower deckers are just like
0: "Woo, party let's go
1: and we're definitely missing that from season three i, I yeah. totally agree
0: yeah and this was a reminder of what that felt like
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: um and it was also kind of nice because i was seeing that other was it delta um group oh the, the one delta shift yeah. delta shift yeah so I saw them in season three as we were reviewing that episode by episode, but I didn't get to see them obviously whenever we did just a mm. couple of episodes. So so it's kind of fun, like, oh yeah, I remember these guys, but I remember them from future knowledge. So I'm working I, my way backwards a bit. Yeah,
1: I forgot how, I forgot they were there to be honest. And I was like, oh, you look exactly the same. One of you have got Boimler's hair, but it's black. Um, and you all look very, very similar. I love that. Um, super duper fun. Uh, I just loved Badgie's loading screen. <laughs> Like yeah. the little the little Windows thing just loads up
0: and it's and then, yeah it's and so then it good sticks which is when Rutherford kicks him
1: I what know Rutherford like got really violent with Badger and I, I understand why because he wants to impress Tendy but yeah for me that was a bit a bit dingy a little bit sin sin sin-y.
0: yeah yeah it seems maybe a little bit out of character but then that's what pushes the plot forward like father, yeah. why are you doing this to me i will wear your skin <laughs> father
1: uh jg hertzler so he is the voice the deep voice of the alien scavengers oh yeah 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 and he's the dnd uh he's in the D episode as well the klingon martok um, when he's giving out the adventure and talking to them about the quest, voices him as well. So J.G. Herzer is like a, an old school, longtime Star Trek um, actor character. And I just always love to hear his voice. And I loved when um, Freeman is, <laughs> is like, we can talk about this, we can work it out. And he's like, fuck you! And just cuts <laughs> her off.
0: So i love that character too how he's like they're like we're not fighting you he, he's like avoiding is fighting you yeah. know just this like unreasonable uh thing and it's they were having so, fun so just chucking all of the space debris into the shields and what everything a great way
1: to use the tractor beams like that's so like yeah. imaginative i love it
0: we can yeah. talk this out fuck you uh-huh yeah how can we attack them without it being super bad like, uh-huh. we don't want to we're just gonna nudge things just, in your we'll direction shove it into your shield
1: i love that so which just so happens to
0: be a big deal so
1: uh-huh and um just in that scene as well shacks just we see shacks at his peak just like,
0: i've been <laughs> so good
1: this month let me target the warp goal. <laughs> let me do it and uh, when he's finally allowed to it was like damn it we were too late which mm-hmm. is a nod too as soon as like picard decides okay now we attack it's too late shields are down weapons are down warp core is down the second you decide the plot then says nah not gonna happen
0: Yep, pretty good so pretty good about that,
1: that. that As a nod uh i think that's everything i had i love this episode so much it's so so funny um and i want to do more season one stuff with you
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm game. There's so much Star Trek content that we can watch, but if Mm -hmm. I'm going to spend my time watching anything like a 20 or 30 minutes to enjoy myself on a Star Trek cartoon, I'm, I'm down for that.
1: Well, we've done two of them. We got eight to go. Um, We'll sprinkle them out between now and Picard, I would think. Okay. Well, with that, it's, is that everything? Are you good? Yeah. Can we head to engineering? Well,
0: I guess I did want to say one more thing. I thought that it. it was interesting too, that they were taking out all those chips. Of, of the core, mm, you know, yes. and they talked about how you think the core is just one thing, but it's actually all these different <laughs> things. And I thought that was a clever insight into how ships are made or yeah. just like what they're showing us on the inside of the ship and how all these like little cartridges have to be replaced mm. and how it's sort of that monotonous work that you don't get to see anybody doing. But yeah. here we're actually watching. And I miss that. I want to see more of that in season four. I want to see uh-huh. like the parts of the ship that we don't usually get to see because uh, upon reflection, season three really was the a team adventure stuff it wasn't really the monotonous like making the monotonous interesting i think is is what season one is showing that it's really good at doing but i like that part for a lot of reasons i uh i just remember those little chips being replaced while watching tng like i Mm. recognize when they would drop in those sort of linear um,
1: chips yes
0: i thought they looked so cool um just those little clear plastic things that light up whenever they would drop yeah. them into the because seeing how the props department creates this sci-fi nonsense mm-hmm. th- that that becomes just the core of the sense. show yeah, yeah it's just so fun i really like, i really, so really enjoyed that
1: and Dex is great at showcasing that and or it has been um we barely see what the a team are up to there's no real cut back to them they're still in the same discussion um and we're doing what we should be doing with the lower deck. So anyway, I, I hope we get more of that in season four. But yes, loved it. Uh, okay, with that, it's time to head to engineering. For recent instances, futile. Uh, badgy stations, everyone.
0: Oh, 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 pleasure. Pleasure. oh, gosh, oh, goodness. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Warning, warp core collapse in 10 seconds. This is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains, remind ourselves that no TV show is without sin. Can I teach you a lesson, ambassador? Mm. Give us some sin. I'm not in
0: a learning mood, so no.
1: <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Get off my bridge. <laughs> okay.
0: stage with everyone. I guess I gotta go sorry everybody
1: oh okay cool so i'll start with my sins i have none perfect episode see you on november the 2nd live long on prosper. i also bah, have control bah, bah, and we'll do bah, this bah, bah, bah. <laughs> i don't have very many at all because this is a perfect episode of television so you can go first
0: i mean so we have fletcher he's he's obviously that guy that just does whatever the, the show needs him to do but is he dumb enough to plug something directly into his fucking brain i don't think so <laughs> you know so I, I just, it was so
1: I, dumb. I thought he was lying. I was like, are you just making this shit up? Like as another right. lie. But like, like, here's no, this the happened. Thing.
0: Like, we we are designed with part of us that 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 wants to survive despite like so so people do dangerous things all the time. um I, Sometimes I'll watch videos with someone who's wearing a GoPro on their head while they're doing like mountain biking, and mm. I just like i'm on my bed thinking i'm gonna fall, <laughs> I'm gonna off, fall to off my off bed <laughs> yeah it just scares the shit out of me yeah but like i can't imagine just sticking something on my head that has no business being their number one but then like finding the, the 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 helmet and the like the little plug-in it just it seemed it like a that? stretch it just seemed it like a ship? stretch
1: why would you even allow that brain interface to happen
0: there's so many questions how did he come up with the gear did he create the gear he's dumb how did he do that but then also just that survival mechanism that we all have to not plug ourselves into a machine that is not intended to do what you're doing so then Mm -hmm. i get like his dumbness or his personality wrecks the software and turns it into this monster that wants to consume intelligence is that kind of what i think it's
1: like combining what ai wants to do which is to gain knowledge gain knowledge gain knowledge like it wants to learn 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 that's like the heuristic thing about it and then combining that with the naivety of fletcher and his aggressiveness and just not thinking about anything so i think it's just trying to find a, a merger between the ship's computer and and fletcher and that's where it landed is what i would guess
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. just blind ambition okay. eat
0: the trigorders i just feel like this episode had a lot of those things like we should just like an easy sin is putting your head in a replicator ding you know Like mm, yeah <laughs> that,
1: so that would terrify me i'm never doing right? that what if it forms inside my brain exactly like, like it how have is a force this field across there right yeah. the,
0: like there there's stuff going directly into your esophagus it, it, how are you not merging with your material it's just like yeah we don't have to understand the technology just to, to sin that it was stupid. So I feel yeah. like it's just like if we did like a recurring sin for Star Trek, it would be anything to do with replicators. So yes, you know,
1: like- <laughs> replicators. Ding. Ding. Right. Like-
0: but this one would be like putting your head in a replicator. Yes. <laughs>
1: that would be like the running joke yeah doing because like just transporters we would ding the transporters every episode because like oh i see you're using the murder machine today (laughs) which is gonna kill you and clone you and then bring you back Mm -hmm. um i saw somebody on twitter that's um i think they've been watching star trek for a while and they were just like i'm a little bit heartbroken today because i just somebody told me how transporters work and i'm not okay that all the entire cast has been murdered (laughs) <laughs> it's clones <laughs> like nobody is original like they are all clones.
0: oh it's like a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy right it, there's, there's no other way the transporters work it breaks you down into
1: molecules it isn't physically sending anything it's just reconstituting your matter somewhere else it's i know i used to it was used to be my number one technology that i wanted from star trek it's now the number one technology i hope we never make
0: right <laughs> well it's we've terrifying. been having this conversation like just in our every day where I'm like, man, I really wish the transporters were real. And you have on like two occasions I can think of in the past month, just put your laptop down and turn to me and be like, do you really? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Are you, have you thought do you about know this? what
1: you're saying? I, like I know there are advantages, but think of the repercussions. What are you we, actually talking yeah, about here?
0: We talk about it on the show. Like are you are you really thinking about what you're saying right now? And yeah. then we talk about it and I realize like I'm getting more and more frightened of it too.
1: <laughs> because yeah. even if you wish for holodex, you're like, well, now I have to deal with the fact that I'm creating I'm creating an artificial intelligence that is deliberately dumbed down to know that it's in a certain world that I've created and has the potential. To know that it is also on board a starship, it exists in the universe, I have created it, I am real, like, I, now I don't even want holodecks because it comes with NPCs that are real.
0: You know, it's like, when you watch some sci-fi stuff, yeah, you originally are thinking this would be so great, yeah. and then it's sort of sad when you realize yeah. that it's not, like, it's sort of bummy, It's you know? great,
1: but every technology has downsides, Every every single one. Mm -hmm. um speaking of downsides so the ship is under attack the power is being diverted safety protocols diverted like what do you mean you diverted the safety protocols like no that should be one of your protected systems what you've done is just killed the the, turn the kill switch on like somebody could be in the middle of a skydive on the holodeck and then the last words they hear is safety protocols deactivated what? I was going to do a superhero landing and now I'm not because I'm just going to break everything. Like
0: Now I'm going to do a pancake landing. That should not landing. happen. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, now I'm a pancake. Like, it's <sighs> If that happens, what should be tied to that is that all of the holodeck gets turned off because if you need the energy that desperately, you deactivate the holodeck. Then yep. you turn the safety protocols that, off. Yeah,
0: like, you I turn had all of it so off. many questions about that too and I'm glad you brought it up because it, it also is confusing to me that they're inside this situation. Badgie comes to life and you can't leave the simulation, but you can change the simulation. You know, I'm,
1: They never even tried to leave. Usually we get the stereotypical computer arch or computer exit or computer pause program. They don't even try to do
0: that. I thought they did, but maybe I missed did that. They? Like, I don't oh, know. Maybe I We'd missed that. I have to go that. back and watch.
1: Yeah, but I, I way, missed it. But either way,
0: when Rutherford is trying to like take over and talk to the system to get it to do whatever the only thing that it will do is change scenery and Mm. i love that and that's fun and they end up figuring out through that that badgie Mm. can't just float in the air he has to walk for whatever reason yeah because Um, he was given
1: legs or whatever he has physicality yeah. yeah and then
0: he can freeze for whatever reason it just it's just like the things that do and do not work inside are incredibly convenient
1: oh completely and the freezing thing it's like well What makes you think that his freezing point is below yours? Because he's metal? Or above yours? Yeah, but shouldn't it be more resistant to freezing? I don't know. That just seemed like a gamble to me. And they were very, very confident. I was like, there's a good chance that your fleshy exterior is going to freeze or get frostbite before his artificial exterior, I would think. But of course, luckily not. Luckily Um, not. We did have like the stereotypical um we're going to have an emotional heart to heart mid chase. I was like you've stopped running. You don't know that Banji is struggling right now and you're going to have a heart to heart?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was very sinful for the the fun. For the fun. Um of I would definitely sin concerts where you have to stand uh, and stare straight ahead and you can't see around people. Mm-hmm. You know, just the idea that none of them were like really looking up at stage. Oh, so pretty much every concert ever. At stage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate that. I hate going to a concert where you stand up and the only way that you're going to see is if you're tall enough to see over the shoulders of the people in front of you. Yeah. As a five foot five person, mm-hmm. um, I don't enjoy that.
1: No, I haven't been to one of those in a very, very long time. I am now at an age where I want seating um, at my concerts and it's very annoying when people stand up and decide to dance. <laughs> don't you enjoy yourself? You sit down and you listen to this as if it was like on Spotify. Like, don't get yeah. into the environment. Just... yeah. Watch this, thank you very much. No audience participation for me. Um, I uh, why I don't even know why they... I got really stuck on the Badgie Escape stuff. I don't even know why they chose to run up a steep set inclined. of steps, incline, to get rid of... Like, A, they wouldn't they have thought the Badgie could float or is a machine yeah. and therefore can run? Like, physically, I don't think you're going to outrun the android. You need to hide or get weapons or just... Sh- Straight out running it seemed like a questionable tactic. Yeah. To, for two uh, very smart people.
0: And, and and why was it limited to the two? Was it limited to only programs he had created himself? Because there's probably other programs that would have given them advantages, like putting him in a, inside of a magnet where he would just be yes. stuck to a wall or something yes. like that.
1: <laughs> yeah but then maybe rutherford's head would be like oh yeah no
0: yeah. that's not good good point yeah real good mm-hmm. yeah you know what yeah
1: okay it's no worse than like my my immediate thought was hey you should go on a borg cube and then they get a sim- and then they assimilate badgie i was like no you do not want the borg to assimilate badgie that is such a no. bad idea no <laughs> that's nope. a terrible plan um what else did i have i had that um um no i didn't really have Many more sins. did you have any other big ones that might remind me?
0: Well, there is the moment when Rutherford, not sorry, um Fletcher Boimler and Boimler. Uh, Mariner are fighting mm. Fletcher. Mm. uh well, they're fighting the machine that Fletcher created. And they're asking oh, yes. Fletcher to help. And they're saying, Call the captain. And it's like, why can't you use the words that you were saying to yell at Fletcher to call the yeah, captain yourself?
1: That's a good point. Yeah. And
0: that kind of always bothers me. And maybe it's because they couldn't hit their badge because their arms were restrained or something. But, but there was so plenty of time.
1: Like so often people just say computer. Yeah. And then say the thing that they need to say. I don't I know it's part of the show, but when the way Mariner and dr taana interacted was very interesting to me like i know just like there was a like, big lack of professionalism and i know that taana is like irascible when mariner is disrespectful but mm-hmm. it escalated so quickly that i just think mariner would be in the brig like that is not <laughs> how you talk to a senior officer even if she's yeah. like egging you on like
0: well but mariner in season one seems to be the person that you're trying to figure out if you love to hate her or not mm-hmm. and she's so rebellious that maybe yeah. she just thinks she's above I don't think at that point she really cared about whether or not she was with Starfleet. She was just dicking around more than anything.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But yes, I, I just maybe we should send processed cheese in the future. Like, why are we still doing <laughs> this? You know, like <laughs> why are we like still that?
1: doing nachos and yeah. cheese? Yeah. yeah, amazing. Anything else, Ambassador?
0: Um, no, I think that's it for me.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's I love it. Just twenty two minutes of fun, 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 fun and warp core noises. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Um cool. Well, we're recording this episode in a slightly odd order, so I have no idea what month it is right now. I hope everyone is well. I don't know what episode you listened to last week. I don't really know what episode you're going to be listening to next week. But um <laughs> if you want to find out, um head over to Twitter um and we will we will be posting what episodes we're watching ahead of time so that you can watch them before the episode comes out and if you want to join us for the live show as well. Um, but until then, if my voice sounded slightly a slightly higher pitch today, it's because my plasma distributors have been inverted.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if I sounded a little more zen, it's because I'm repeating to myself, float and magnet, float and magnet.
1: And <laughs> live long and prosper. Thanks for listening. Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit
0: cinemasins.com.
1: Uh, I am recording. Rocky I Body am Mike, recording. check one. Two.
0: I am oh. recording. I am recording. I am recording. I see that you changed the background.
1: Wasn't me. Uh, well, it may have been me.
0: Um, Wasn't me. There we go. It wasn't me. Did you say, it, wasn't did you say me. it wasn't me. wasn't me. It wasn't me. That's all. That whole song. Aren't yeah. you impressed? I know it all.
1: I'm impressed you got all the words. Um I uh, mean the words I'm, have changed mm-hmm. since I last heard it.
0: Did you know that Riker pretended to be a chef
1: <laughs> in in a different Star Trek T V show? No. So <laughs> the like have you seen any episodes of Star Trek Enterprise? No so the finale I'm, I'm telling you this because like we we probably 99 percent won't watch this because it's the most i mean we may actually watch it because it's one of the most hated episodes in all of star trek but wow for, like the season excellent. finale of the entire show the show finale for enterprise undercut itself completely because they did i think i think they did a like a 14 year time jump out of the blue for the final episode because they wanted to wrap up a ton of stuff or it may have been six years I don't know it was a time jump but the entire episode took the form of Riker reliving some adventures on the Enterprise holodeck but based on the Enterprise TV show which is set like 150 years before so Jonathan Frakes just turns up as the ship's chef And we're like, what's going on? And then he says, computer, pause program. And I was like, oh, so this isn't even about Enterprise. This is a TNG callback now. And so he is the ship's chef and is like a counsellor to the crew of the Enterprise. So it was cool because we got to see the crew of the old Enterprise interact with Riker, but it was such a strange choice. So weird.
0: Someone's
1: the... the... computer is our tng sounder out of tune is it off yes captain you have not changed the batteries in 14 years oh it's overdue i have a little communicator that when you press it and it goes it still works and it was my dad's and i think he bought it when i was 11 and but now (laughs) instead of going it goes
0: oh that's so sad
1: it's like, it's really trying to make the sound, but it's just static. It's really oh, sad. no. Right, see you same. Shoo,
0: be dee boo, do dee moo. Shoo be doo moo, moo. Soo do be shoo. Shoo do
1: I thought you left. <laughs> Welcome to 10 Forward, the part of the... Did you have to do that just as I was introing?
0: Hey, you're the one that's distracted and has you're, you're having a difficult time. Zoom. That's not on me. Goodness. You know, you're supposed to be like the captain that knows how to like manage yourself.
1: Yeah, but when people start randomly changing the view screen as it's in front of me, it's super distracting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm. Josh Zero says Oh I just thought Captain Ian You should have the ambassador Watch a truly terrible Star Trek adventure Spock's brain Comes to mind
1: so, this is one of the most infamous episodes of Star Trek. It's in season three of the original series. Um, Spock literally has like a brain transplant or something ridiculous. It's, it's a terrible episode. If we're going to do TOS, because so many of them are dated and terrible, I would pick one that's really good and really in- enjoyable to watch. For me, that's not even an enjoyable one to watch. But like The Balance of Terror, which is the one that the Strange New Worlds finale was based on, um there's some time travel ones that are fun there's there's loads of like that time warp episode that we searched the youtube clip for is a great episode to do so um i would love to do some tos with danae i'm not too sure how we're going to fit it into the schedule but i just want to i kind of want to want to live watch you watching it and just like even like you'll eye roll at some of it and then whenever there's some like technology or something or old school graphics you'll just be like
0: it's so cute
1: Where is the center prize shirt? Denai, where is it? Where is it? Deny. Well, Deny, where I is it? Denai.
0: yesterday decided to try to go in and start to kind of like see what options we have. Um, I can put together a really simple uh just like the prize, like sticker. I can slap it on a mug. You know, we can do some simple stuff. Mm. But when I went to go make the shirt, um, Unless I make it really, really simple, it would just be the Centerprise with like the CinemaSins M maybe on the back or something. And I just couldn't envision it. And I really mm. would like to work with maybe like a designer or something so that we can do something that looks a little bit more official. I I, I can slap logos on stuff and throw it mm. up in the store. Yeah. Like almost as easy as I can make toast. You know, like it's not too difficult to do because it's it spraying teespring and that's easy.
1: And it doesn't come out perfectly all the that's time exactly my point that's yeah. exactly
0: my point there is a shirt option where like on the sleeve you can put like and i thought about putting the centerprise down on the sleeve so it's like a long sleeve shirt and you could have like the center prize this way yeah. oh, pretty and cool. then maybe the other direction because we have two uh, images of the centerprise. we've got the one where it's from above and then the one from it's on the where mm-hmm. it's on the side yeah and i thought about putting one on each kind of shoulder essentially I was, but, I, I,
1: what about like one that's like face on and then one that's side view with like little arrow, like the diagnostic things coming off of it, like saying Cetacean Ops, Bridge, like do our own like schematic of what they oh look like. Man, that'd be because like cool. the Enterprise D always has that on somewhere and just where we have like the different departments. That would be really, really cool.
0: JC says, Star Trek question of the day. What time period would you rather go to in order for this Enterprise to conduct, quote unquote, Historical research.
1: Oh, man. For me, it's the future. I know it says go back to. What time period would you rather go to? Time period, future, then, future. I want to go to the. I want to go to 2200, 2500, and the year 3000 and just see how things progress. Assuming that we arrive and it, we're not immediately like inside the sun or in the middle of a war or just there's no oxygen. Like, I want to be able to. I would want a cloaking device at the same time. Although, in the future, they could probably
0: see that yeah I, yeah I would say let's go back in time let's mess with the time a little bit we, we no, are the center prize after all like we're not gonna be just we're not the savior prize we're the center prize you know so, we're
1: supposed to observe the sins not create them
0: <laughs> no 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 that's our purpose our purpose oh, is to okay. go fuck with stuff that's that's to, what i'm saying yeah, is like let to. the chaos fly free
1: yeah i need to change the mission parameters that's not what i signed on for
0: <laughs> at the very least if we're gonna like observe without interference we should go to sinful, sinful time periods to do that and then mm. just like i don't know you know there's no way i'm not wreaking havoc on some assholes there's just no way <laughs> you know
1: everything in the past is sucks though it's just it's horrible like there's walls. Yeah, let's, let's, like, let's, let's go fix let's go let's go let's go fix
0: it let's go let's go, let's go oh do
1: yes shit. because strangers coming in better. to fix other cultures problems has always yes. gone well yes that's
0: what i'm saying is we're the center prize <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. we're not
0: coming in to make it better we're coming in with the intentions of making it better and make it yeah really bad
1: we think we know best
0: yeah yeah Personally though I would I would I would want to go to some time frames where um things are like peaceful and calm. Like I want to yeah. go to a time where I'm tempted to stay forever, honestly. <laughs> like I want to go
1: back to when the Greeks were like inventing Pythagoras <laughs> and like when well, no, it was Pythagoras, but inventing mm-hmm. mathematics and like the library of Alexandria and just go there and like read the books and talk to these yeah. people that were working out where the earth was in the solar system using like just yeah that's the most basic equipment to figure out where we are in the universe without like any biases or like anything like that just we're gonna do invent some science to figure out where we are and what we're doing like oh it'd be so cool
0: i want to have a conversation like why didn't we evolve into mer people you know i want to figure that out
1: there's just not enough water on the planet i imagine who
0: knows? Well, let's fix that Fire Fire is probably the big to, reason I wanted to be a mermaid You know, for a long you, you time you got to find
1: fire underwater The goal
0: of mine yeah. Was to be a mermaid When I was little So, like, I
1: well, think that's many people's chaos. goals Wait, chaos? Why do mermaids <sighs> cause chaos?
0: Huh? 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 If I'm huh? flooding the planet Earth it's So that I can be a mermaid That sounds pretty <laughs> oh, chaotic Oh, that sounds pretty me. chaotic yeah. That's fair hmm
1: uh slab says i need danae to watch all of the bad trick because she always finds the positive in them honestly surprisingly
0: i do that's don't a I?
1: brilliant mission like if you can find positive <laughs> in spock's brain and um some of the strange i already found in the beverly
0: fuck candle one
1: you did i think that's what Surprise. slab is referring to like you found some like really deep stuff but then we like did some research and was like no that's not what they intended no, at all No, <laughs> they no, they were no, just making a no. <laughs> sexy episode
0: yeah i gave him a lot of credit <laughs> Uh, Last one's from Joshua. If it's future, I'd love to go to the post-Kirk, prime Picard, pre-Borg era. (laughs) Let me just get my head
1: around that. (laughs) Post-Kirk, prime Picard, pre-Borg era. So we're talking about
0: Picard
1: in season one and season two of TNG, or him on the Stargazer, like him coming up through the ranks. Like that would be interesting.
0: Uh, If I was actually on a Centerprise, I'd be so fucking excited because it means I get to see other planets. I would love that so much. Like to see their cultures and races that like aliens that exist that do things so differently. I'm sure I'd mm. find one, and I would definitely be the one that like gets addicted to the weird game, the Weird West game. You know, yeah, I'd be that person.
1: <laughs> Amazing ambassador. Is there anything you need to get off your chest before we get into the show? Uh,
0: um, just that. Good. What's so special about Hero Bread? Soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas.